Welcome to this week's edition of Ocean Allison, where I bring you the best in ocean science, education, and conservation through conversations with people who are creating positive change for the ocean. Ocean Allison podcast episode is brought to you by you, the listeners. A big thank you to everyone that's contributed a dollar or more to my subscription-based funding platform at patreon.com slash oceanallison. And for those that haven't, visit patreon.com slash oceanallison to watch my video and learn more about how you can help keep the podcast episodes coming. And now to this month's episode. This episode's ocean advocate is Alexander Martinez. Alex is an Ocean Allison podcast listener, just like all of you, and he's now on the road to becoming a marine biologist. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing? Good. I'm very excited to have you on the show today and to share your story with listeners. Listeners, actually, to give you a little bit of background, like I just mentioned in the intro, Alex is an Ocean Allison podcast listener, just like all of you. And to kind of explain that a little bit further, Alex reached out to me about a year ago after listening to most of my podcast episodes, and I was so inspired by what he wrote to me and also what he's gone on to do since then. I really was inspired and wanted to share his story with all of you. I think that hopefully it will be a really inspiring story to all of you because, you know, he was he was and still is a listener just like all of you. So hopefully you'll be able to relate to him a lot and be inspired by his story. So um, I actually do want to share the email that Alex sent to me almost exactly a year ago. I'm going to actually read it aloud to you guys. So it says, Allison, I just wanted to send you a message about your podcast, a thank you actually. I have always had a desire to study marine biology and conservation. Unfortunately, life got in the way and I was never able to seek such a degree and decided to join the Navy. I have been in the Navy for four and a half years with a year and a half to go. I have reached somewhat of a crossroads. The Navy has given me the financial opportunity to finally go back to school. Should I get out and go to school or should I stay in the Navy and play it safe? It is a steady paycheck after all, and let's face it, the idea of sitting in a freshman bio class as a 28-year-old can be a little terrifying. Maybe I'll be seen as too old to really do any sort of meaningful work. After listening to almost every episode of your podcast, I no longer have these reservations. Listening to all the people you interview talk about the amazing work they do is truly inspiring. Maybe it's a little late in the game for me to start a career in marine biology and conservation, but even if I don't succeed, at least I'll be trying to make a positive change for our oceans and planet. Thank you for the inspiration and the hours of entertainment while on deployments, Alex Martinez. So, listeners, yeah, I received this email from Alex about a year ago, and it just totally blew me away. This is a great reminder to all of you other listeners that if you are inspired by the podcast and want to tell me about it, I always really appreciate hearing from you guys. Um, And so I got this email, and Alex, you totally blew me away. And I guess my first question for you is... What first led you to listen to the podcast? You're, you know, you're in the Navy. You obviously have an interest in the ocean and studying marine biology. But where did you hear about the podcast and what motivated you to listen to it? Uh, so, yeah, like you said, I've always really been interested in the ocean, starting with, like, when I first watched Blue Planet, 
on the BBC like straight after high school. But on the submarine, there's a lot of downtime. It's like Groundhog's Day, so I have a lot of a lot of time to myself. And uh, I just kind of searched different podcasts to listen to, and uh, I found yours. I don't know how it came up. It was one of the first ones that came up. I just started listening to it, and I got uh, just got hooked on everyone that you were interviewing. That's awesome. So obviously, you have spent a lot of time on the ocean, you know, in, in submarines and on deployments. You know, how has listening to the podcast while on and under the ocean in that way, how has that kind of inspired you further? So it's really cool to hear people talk about the different animals or different aspects of the ocean that they're studying and just thinking about where I am in the ocean as far as location and depth and just kind of wondering, you know, what's on the other side of the submarine's hull? Like, granted, I can't see it because there's no windows on the submarine, but just being able to listen to people talk about it and learn about it kind of makes me more curious about what's out there. And uh, sometimes I'll be able to go up to the sonar room and they'll let me know whenever they hear dolphins or other sort of wildlife like whales. And I'll get to listen to that. And that's really, really awesome to listen to. Wow, that's super cool. I love that. Okay, so obviously I got that email and I was so blown away. And, you know, I reached back out to you and we emailed a little bit back and forth for a while. We became Facebook friends, which was great, a great way to stay in touch. And that's kind of how I've been able to see what you've been up to in the last year since then, which has been great. So you've gone on to do some really cool things, and I want to talk about those things. So the first one that I'd love to talk about is that you started volunteering at the uh, Georgia Sea Turtle Center on Jekyll Island. Can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing there? So the Georgia Sea Turtle Center is uh, it's a rehab and conservation and, and also an education organization on Jekyll Island. So I first started there, I think it was back in 2016, so quite a while ago, mainly just as a center docent, just, you know, talking to the guests that come, uh, doing my best to explain maybe some of the surgeries that they have going on there, because there is a viewing window. Granted, I'm not a veterinarian and don't even claim to be knowledgeable in that. So sometimes I struggle, but I've learned a lot with it. And also they have a citizen science project for uh, collecting and logging marine debris on the Georgia coast. And we use the NOAA Marine Tracker app to collect the data. And that's been awesome being a part of just seeing not only what's out there, but also what also needs to be collected still from the ocean. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's a sea turtle rehabilitation place, but they also do a lot of like outreach and education. So what was your role in terms of like education stuff? I know you said, you know, you were explaining some of the surgeries and rehabilitation that was going on. Were you doing anything else there? Uh, yeah, I just started recently giving somewhat more formal lectures about the different species of sea turtles that visit the Georgia coast. That's been pretty good experience. And it's definitely, I've learned to have a lot of respect towards communicators and educators like you because standing up in front of a bunch of people definitely takes some time to get used to yeah but I think when you're talking about something that you really care about like you know like you with sea turtles or or any subject to do with the ocean I think for both of us it gets a little bit easier right definitely yeah yeah well that's super cool that you've been volunteering there and you still continue to volunteer there now right yes I do that's awesome um okay so another thing that you have done since I, I believe since listening to the podcast uh, and reaching out to me is that you actually started an Instagram and it's called Alex Oceans. So listeners, if you want to check it out, you can find it at at Alex underscore Oceans. 
yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the Instagram feed that you started and why you started it? Yeah, so I started it uh, quite a while ago. I would always go on runs on the beach here in my town, and I would always come across things and always take pictures of them. And I thought maybe if I just like put them out there, maybe put like a little fact about whatever it is, it'll gain some interest. Maybe some more people be inspired to do something about it. So I've taken pictures of uh, just some marine life that I found, or if I've gone and collected trash, just the amount of trash that I've collected. And usually I'll be at the beach for like maybe 10 minutes and I already have a full bag of garbage. So you've been able to share that with people on Instagram and you know, for me, when I first started to use Instagram to share, you know, similar things as, as you're saying, just kind of like my own personal experience going to the beach and interacting with the ocean. For me, it was really, it was almost like more inspiring to me than those that were listening at, at first. Um, is that kind of a, a similar experience that you've had, at least in starting it? Yes, definitely. I sort of, I really enjoy doing it. And even though I I didn't think anyone was really going to follow me or anything, which I still don't have a bunch of followers or anything like that. But just getting more actively involved with the ocean, I guess, even if it was just within myself, uh, was inspiring and definitely has led me down to that road to getting out of the Navy and pursuing a career in the marine sciences. Before we get into that, pursuing your degree in marine biology, like I mentioned in the intro, another thing that you have mentioned to me that you had gone on to do, you know, in the last year or so is that you've been taking some classes with the Navy's distance learning program. Yeah, what kinds of classes have you been able to take? And, you know, will those be applied to your upcoming marine biology studies? Yeah, thankfully, they will, the the credits will transfer over. But I've taken mostly gen eds, but I've also taken a intro biology class, as well as I've taken a like beginners oceanography class dealing mainly with currents and the physical world of the ocean rather than the biological world. Yeah, that's super cool. And so are those classes online or are you taking them, you know, at a facility that the Navy has? How does that work? So I actually take it while I'm uh, deployed on the submarine. And while we are deployed, we are completely cut off from the world. There's no phone, internet, email, nothing. So the Navy's college program will give us everything we need for that course and they give us an end date and we just have to be done by the time we pull back into port. So you're not only, you know, when you go out on these submarine deployments, you're not only like underneath the ocean, which is really cool. You're getting to listen to sonar sometimes of whales and dolphins. You're listening to the podcast and then you're also taking classes that are going to transfer over to when you start your marine biology degree. Yeah. Everyone that I work with calls me uh, a big ocean nerd. (laughs) <laughs> or uh, they'll call me Turtle Boy sometimes, too, because they know I volunteer, too. In terms of being in the Navy and, you know, now you're planning to leave the Navy in six months or so um, and pursue this degree in marine biology, you know, how has that been for you in terms of just interacting with coworkers? You know, you're making a big change in your life. Yeah, it was a difficult decision to make. The Navy is a very stable job. Uh, it's helped me a lot develop as a person. And if I were to go back, I don't think I'd make the, a different decision. The Navy has taught me that, you know, as long as you really push yourself, you can basically achieve whatever you want, as long as you're willing to do the work that it takes to get there. And so I feel like if I have apply those things that I've learned in the Navy to a career in the marine sciences, that I'll hopefully be able to excel. I think I'll do a pretty good job. 
and it seems as though the Navy's being supportive of of you, at least in terms of you know you taking these classes before you're even moving on from the Navy. Yes, they definitely have been supportive. Granted, I'm sure they'd want me to stay in, but uh, they definitely allow me to take the time to work on these classes, you know, coming in super early or what have you. And maybe you get a a couple comments like Turtle Boy, but that's okay. Yeah, it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've been talking about how you're going to start your degree in marine biology and become a marine biologist at some point. Yeah. So, a couple months ago, I think, uh, on Facebook, I saw that you posted that you got accepted into Nova Southeastern University's marine biology program. And when I saw you post that, I was literally so excited. I I had recalled that, you know, those emails that you had sent to me a while back and, you know, I was so inspired by your story then. And then to hear that you actually had gotten into this university's marine bio program and that you're going to start in the winter I was so excited and I, you know, immediately commented and we had a little exchange and that was great. So, um, yeah, I mean, how how are you feeling in terms of getting accepted and starting in, you know, six months-ish? I'm feeling very excited and also very relieved. The time between putting in the application and getting the acceptance letter was incredibly nerve-wracking. I think I checked the mail maybe like four or five times a day waiting for that letter. <laughs> but once I got it, all that stress kind of went away and now it seems like Every single day is just going by incredibly slowly (laughs) coming to that point as I'm getting so excited for it. And so what kind of things are you hoping to learn while studying marine bio at NOVA? Since it's kind of early in the game, I want to, I don't want to get tunnel vision on any one thing. I want to kind of keep my options open. I've always like kind of debated whether I'd want to get into more of a research side of it or policy. So as for now, I want to keep it open, but I think I'm kind of gravitating towards research. Yeah, well, I'm sure that as you go through the degree, you'll, like you said, if you're keeping your options open, you'll kind of see what you're more interested in and what you like the most. And listeners, I forgot to mention, um, in case you don't know where Nova Southeastern University is, it is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so in South Florida on the Atlantic coast. So a very great place to study marine biology. And um, I know it's not an easy school and program to get into. So definitely congratulations, Alex. And I'm sure that you're going to learn a ton. And I hope that when you go, uh, when you start there, you'll share with your fellow classmates about the podcasts because they can, they'll be able to listen to and be inspired. Definitely, for sure. Cool. So I have two more questions for you. And they both, you know, have to do with you being a listener of the podcast. The first one is, What was one episode, and I know it might be really hard to choose, but what was one episode of the podcast that you listened to that really, really had a profound impact on you? Oh, wow. That's really, really hard to decide between all of them. There was one on, I can't remember her name. Uh, She studied octopuses. Mm. And that that one really inspired me because I've always, I'm interested in every aspect about the ocean, but mainly about its, its life forms and all the different animals out there. And that one, just learning about all the different aspects of octopuses, their biology, their threats, everything that they go through, really inspired me to learn more. And I got more books on octopuses. That's actually what I'm planning on spending most of my time on my next deployment is reading all about octopuses. And I was also really glad that I learned how to pronounce the plural form (laughs) of octopus. Yeah, instead of saying octopi, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was Dr. Chelsea Bennis, and uh, she's getting her PhD actually at Florida Atlantic University, which isn't too far away from Nova Southeastern University. So, 
you know, maybe in the future you can you can connect with her. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay, so my last question for you is as a Ocean Allison podcast listener, and I know obviously you had a lot of passion and interest in ocean science and conservation before you ever listened to my podcast, but you know, from your email, from what we've talked about, the podcast definitely inspired you to to go on and, and pursue that interest further. So as a podcast listener that's been inspired to take action, you know, what do you want to share with your fellow listeners? You know, this is really your time to to speak with the audience, what would you share with them? I would say that for me, like switching careers uh, kind of, I don't want to say late in life because I think I'm still fairly young, can be pretty daunting. And also just the threats to the ocean and the environment as a whole may seem daunting. And all all these tasks may seem daunting and unobtainable and we'll never achieve. But just listening to the podcast and hearing all the different people from around the nation and around the world that are doing something about it really inspires me to want to do the same, to know that you're not alone in this fight towards cleaning up the environment or studying the ocean and furthering our knowledge about the natural world. And to me, it's extra inspiring that you weren't a listener that was necessarily like already a marine biologist or already in the ocean conservation field as as your career and even though you weren't you know necessarily at that stage you have been inspired to take the steps to go that route you know i think what's most intriguing about your story to me as as an ocean allison podcast listener is that you're you are like you said you're making a big change you're making a big life change a career change and that i think is the most remarkable thing because you really are changing your life and you're going down a path that you're really passionate about yeah i'm very excited about it great well are there any other last thoughts or uh things that you'd like to share with me or with listeners during your your time to shine on the podcast i just want to say thank you so much for for not only having me on the podcast but also just doing the podcast uh, you've definitely gave me many of hours of entertainment while I've been away from my family and everything else that I know. Uh, so it's really helped me gotten through all those long deployments. So I just want to thank you for that. Thank you so much. I, I am so happy that I was able to have you on the show today. And listeners, I hope that you are intrigued by Alex's story and that you enjoy this episode as well. And um, I'm so happy to finally have a listener on the show and uh, be able to share that person's experience with all of you. So listeners, to wrap up, if you would like to follow Alex on Instagram, like I mentioned, you can follow him at Alex underscore Oceans and uh, follow along there. And I also just encourage you to continue listening to the podcast because really amazing things can happen, obviously, it people listen, which warms my heart. And Alex is a really great example of that. And if you're a listener out there and you feel like you have a really inspiring thing to share with me, please, please reach out. I always really love hearing from you guys. So Alex, thank you so much for all the positive change that you're creating for the ocean by pursuing this degree in marine biology coming up and, you know, making this big life change. It's really inspiring to me. And I also want to thank you for being on the show today. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. Me too. 
You just heard Alexander Martinez, an Ocean Allison podcast listener just like all of you, on the road to becoming a marine biologist. To learn more about the topics discussed in this podcast, visit my website at oceanallison.com. And tune into next month's episode to hear another conversation between me and someone creating positive change for the ocean.